Hey, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Teen Titans Roll. We continue where we left off last time. You guys have all been dropped off in the desert. Now, um, uh, Logan was on one of those helicopters, and when the helicopters drop you off at a point, they then take off once more into the sky and he kind of yells down to you meet me back at the at the rendezvous point when you're done good luck where's and the rendezvous point you you know where it is okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's been given to you guys in 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 the inf- in the mission information um i don't part of the briefing. <laughs> um so it's another position out in the desert once you guys are done with this. Um, the helicopters will meet you again and, and uh, exfiltrate you from the mission zone. Um, <clears throat> so you guys are trudging through the desert. You will be together for a little while here, uh, but then you're going to have to start splitting off to reposition yourselves. Uh, so is there anything that anyone, um, uh, t- we, uh, we don't currently have, uh, Raven with us at the moment, but if, is there anything that anyone wants to, uh, to say or do while you're walking together or after you split off either to your teammates or to these criminal folk who you're paired up with? So we are, in fact, switched into tactical gear at this point. Yes, you would have been able to pick up some some black like tactical gear uh, in the military base so that your uniforms are not as colorful and recognizable as usual. Mine is just this gigantic uh, thing. This, is it split open at the top, you know, so my chest hair is showing? What? <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel like the, my buffness requires... You don't? Okay. A, a big part of the characterization of Cyborg is that he's sad because he no longer has chest hair <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> he has we, a robot we, chest. I, I, can, I, I can fake that. <laughs> I, I cast the guy self just to get chest hair. Okay. I okay, imagine... Well, no, yeah. sorry, no. I'll save that for if I need to disguise myself as a guard, which is actually probably a good idea. <clears throat> okay. I um I googled I googled Starfire uh, tactical gear and this is what came up. <laughs> what? Let's see in this audio medium. Oh my goodness. It is, is a it? picture of a keychain. Oh, of like a dog tag. Oh, like a dog chain. tag with a Teen Titans Go Starfire on it. <laughs> I just want to know who has that and I hope they're in the army wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> indeed, indeed. All respect yeah. to our veterans, but you need to be wearing Teen Titans Go merch. Be sure you bring protection while you're in the desert. <laughs> um, I think my tactical outfit is just like pretty much my normal outfit, but black and without big metal like things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Ah. 
yeah so yeah you're you're Ooh, traveling it along possible when we're walking for me to pull um uh blackfire aside into a private uh conversation <laughs> uh yeah you want to hop so you're walking next to this big shark man uh and a couple paces away in the desert is starfire and her sister do you want to pop over there yeah, but I want to see if I can figure out how to pull her aside so that I could talk to her and not in Starfire's earshot. Okay. Yeah, you can you can try to do that. How are you how are you approaching that? How are you doing so? Um Hey Starfire, can I can I speak to your sister for a second? Um, okay. Uh in private. Um Sure. I, I just I just sort of let them walk ahead a couple of paces. Yeah. Okay. I walk ahead. Yeah. So, <clears throat> Blackfire kind of raises an eyebrow, eyebrow, but she's kind of intrigued by this development, <laughs> and so she walks away a couple of paces with you. She looks down at you and she says, "Yeah, what did you need, kid?" So, I know Starfire cares a lot about you. Um, because she's a good person and she really cares about you because you're her sister. And I know what you did with the necklace was not cool at all. Um, so don't try anything like that again. Because I don't like when people mess with my friends. She looks down at you and she says, Huh. You know, it's an interesting thought that um, you have to be a good person, whatever that means, to care about people. What you did didn't seem very caring. You framed her and you were going to have arrested you you knew that right yeah i knew that that's why i did it you know being arrested is really not all it's cracked up to be not fun sure that's why i tried to lay it off on my sister but you know star could really do with some hard life lessons sometimes did you have anything not so condescending you wanted to talk to me about mm. I guess just good luck <laughs> okay <laughs> bye I walk away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's just like, okay, what the heck? <laughs> she she kind of walks back over to you, Star. You know, Big and, balls, beast boy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's standing there. Um, I guess make an insight check if you want. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to need... Uh, oh, yeah. We, we are oh, rolling 20. on the internet here like, like future boys. Um, <laughs> An insight is wisdom, right? Yes. Okay. 
That's a that's an unnatural twenty. Wow, nice. So she steps over near you. She's trying to be her kind of cool, collected self, as usual. Um, but there's just a little bit of like an awkwardness in her body body language. Uh, kind of like when she steps back close closer to you after that conversation with Beast Boy, she just seems just just a little uh like more uncomfortable in your vicin in your vicinity. Okay, yeah, I sort of shoot a glance back to Beast Boy and then back at Blackfire <laughs> with literally no idea what just occurred. <laughs> yeah. But there there does definitely seem to be a mood change with her in reference to you. You can tell that that that's the case. Okay. Um so yeah. Uh yeah, anyone else uh interactions with each other or these these bad guys? Do I know anything about King Shark at all? Like <laughs> No. You you know I've he is a shark. I've never heard of this. <laughs> <laughs> no he is standing he's walking next to you and he's just kind of like you know panting in the night uh, <laughs> and and he he seems to be like it's better because it's nighttime but like when he was on the military base he was like kind of sweating a lot <laughs> panting even more so I whisper over to Cyborg I'm like Cyborg what is that <laughs> You can't just ask, say that. I is, I, he, he's a shark man. Um. Uh, so, yes, so yes, the person, so the person next to you, cyborg, because he, you leaned over to that group. Uh, Captain Boomerang goes, "Oh, yeah, he's a, he's a shark. <laughs> he's a shark man." Yeah, I mean, you might be a man. I haven't checked the nethers. I mean, he has hands. Wait, <laughs> he looks Whoa. so King Shark looks at you. He just like he looks down at you, like for kind of almost the first time, <laughs> and he just kind of is looking at you. I wave at him. Wait, Beast Boy, the real test to see if he's a beast. Can you shape and shift into him? He um oh, he he uh he lifts up a hand. I lift up my hand back. <laughs> he points at your hand with his other hand. <laughs> I point at his hand. He goes, Hand. <laughs> <laughs> I give him a high five. <laughs> he kind of like reacts slightly surprised and like looks at his hand at that you high five. Oh, is hand. Is that not what you wanted? <laughs> he points at himself. He goes, "None away." I point at myself. I say, "Beast boy." <laughs> he points to you. He goes, "Bibba boy." <laughs> Beast boy. <laughs> Beast boy. Yeah, yeah, good. I give him thumbs up. <laughs> Two thumbs up. He look he holds his hands near his face while he's walking and he kind of just wiggles his thumbs. 
I want to slide over to Robin. Where is Robin? <laughs> Rob Robin's in the group, probably maybe near the front of the group, walking with um with Harley Quinn. Okay, I guess I sort of lean whisper slightly and I'm just like uh Robin, will will you be okay? I kind of look over at Harley and look back at um, Starfire. I'll be okay. We'll make it out of this. I promise. Can I insight check that? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I guess. He actually if, is about that. If, <laughs> if, 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 if you at all don't feel confident or trying to hide any any emotional elements, then you can roll a contested deception, I guess. Just because we're we're going into this without any like without a like super like solid like fallback or strategy, and there's real super villains here, some of whom have presumably traumatized Robin in some way, shape, or form, <laughs> and so I don't know. I think I think I'm trying to comfort him, but I'm also sort of trying to look to him for reassurance at the same time. Um, Darn it! <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's amazing! Amazing yeah. insight. Yeah. For the listeners, he rolled a 20 and I rolled a 21. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh so you were being deceptive. In what fashions were you like what were you concealing? Just a, a lack of full confidence for the future of the situation or, or, or in lack of full confidence that this is going to be not that we're not going to complete the mission, that we're going to be compromised in the process. Okay, yeah, you're afraid that there's going to be some kind of consequence to us doing this. Some sort yes. of uh, some sort of trade-off, some kind of a loss, right? Yes. Hmm. Um, am I able to pick up on that? Yeah, I think so. Essentially that Probably uh, that you'd be able to tell that he doesn't feel like you guys are going to come out of this 100% unscathed at the least. Yeah. Um, and, and you would pick up that that might just mean more psychological, you know, than physical, like with Cinderblock's situation. So, yeah. Um, I am going to reach out. I'm going to I'm going to take his hand in my hand, and I'm going to say, um, "We overcame Slade. You got a you got away from from Slade. Um, you all managed to pull me out of that strange dimension, and we have faced worse than this." I turn to her. And just like pull her into a hug. Yeah. Oh. I I I passionately and spicily hug back. Whoa. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> the training moves, Starfire. <laughs> Wait. <what>? Um. <laughs> Nobody else knows that that clip of uh, Teen Titan. Oh <laughs> yeah. Young yeah. Justice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> So you're right, you're right kind in of... front of all of these of these stupid <laughs> villains. <laughs> so um, you uh, 
you um so you hug her like that for a moment and it's a sweet moment can, sorry, and... can I toss in while I'm hugging Robin? Like, I am fully invested. I am very passionate about it. But, like, there's just an instant where I'm like, my head's over his shoulder and I open my eyes and I stare the deadliest look at her. <laughs> well, <laughs> see, see, that's the thing. When you open your eyes, she's repositioned so that she's standing behind where you both were are. Yeah. Like, instead of where she was to the side, like, you realize that now. Like, you open your eyes to glare at her and you realize she's not there. You turn backwards and you see her and there's like a big heart bubble around her and she's holding her hands clasped <laughs> to the side with her head cocked to the side she goes oh my goodness aren't you two the cutest ever <laughs> i'm trying to psychically tell her that if anything happens to robin i will break my oaths and murder her it's <laughs> uh, like picking up on that but that is right right my eyes uh i would say roll intimidation and i'll have her do a contested insight check <laughs> okay all of this like <laughs> all of this psychic anime i just yeah. can't wait to see this roll <laughs> it's an 11 i mean my my charisma sucks <laughs> <laughs> and so does her insight um Weirdly enough, she's a psychologist, but she's also, like, <laughs> let the Joker string her along for years, so it's kind of a, up in the air about what her insight score should really be. <laughs> I think um, the Joker is just have, supposed to have really oh, high charisma, oh. but that doesn't necessarily usually convey very well. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's just see. extremely manipulative. I just really want this role to be a, a one. For her just not to pay attention at all. <laughs> well, she uh, she fails the insight. Actually, so she <laughs> it, that that would that's actually bad. She needed to roll well to pick up on, yeah, on yeah. the proper danger vibes. <laughs> so she just keeps like bubbling at this, and she she like takes a step forward. She kind of like uh, puts puts a hand on both your sh your sh your shoulders, and she like puts her sticks her head into the hole situation and she's like oh but robbie and she like tr like it's like she's whispering to him but obviously you're so close and she's yeah, not yeah. trying very hard she goes what'll that batsy girl think i am uh <laughs> sort of confused at first then a bit dumbstruck <laughs> um i'm confused too <laughs> well so there was a little bit of Batgirl involvement. Um, well, it's not like there was romantic involvement. In fact, there may have been the opposite of that, maybe a version. But Batgirl was on the scene during a little bit of overlap when you were last working in Gotham. Oh. Like, so. She's just a teammate. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Okay. She like steps back and like kind of like waves her hands, her fingers, like as they as they sort of walk on. I my my brain is kind of like, who is just a teammate? <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I said it. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to approach Captain Boomerang. Well, he's right next to you. Oh, good. I turn <laughs> I him up and say... I'm inches away. 
Uh, he says, I have the basic profile. Uh, you, you're an infiltrator and uh, explosive engineer? Yes. Oh, well, that's the most flattering description of my expertise that I've heard in a while, mate. Oh, well, thank you. Anything, anything else I should know or any specialties? He's like, <laughs> well, maybe just if you get some heroic urges, he says, don't think you can get the jump on me. I don't quicker, about... He says, quicker men than you have tried. I have no reason to. I just want to fi- finish this job and get out. You got my back, I get yours. We each do our do our separate skills, and maybe we'll work well together. I mean, I'm, I'm a good meat shield and a good hacker. He says, well, crikey, mate. Sounds good to me. I can also punch a hole through things pretty good, though it sounds like you can do one better. But uh, I, I can—I got lots of little tiny things I can pull out of the hat. I'm a little stealthier than I look, and I—and uh, um, I can—I have some uh, devices that'll give us disguises, invisibility, whatever else we need. So uh, let's just make sure we work together and get this thing done. He. Uh tips his hat um and he says says sounds like a plan then yep all right no talk to him more make joey try to do a, to <laughs> an australian was... accent even more <laughs> um <laughs> worth, worth noting uh you got a history of collateral damage I'm gonna try and minimize that, okay? Uh, let's let's see if we can get out of this with that with as little bloodshed as possible. Um, hmm, interesting. One moment. But make no mistake, if something needs to get hit hard, well, you know, got to do what you got to do. Right, right. And, and you can trust me to do what I need to do as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it'll be all right. And he says, he kind of leans over, he says, hey, yeah, yeah. You know, I try not to, not to mess with people who are, I don't know what, what the, what the, the age situation is. Uh, any, uh, any of your teammates, uh, your age, Bouts? Ha <laughs> uh, if you're asking, I'm the only one who's eight, over 18. He kind of, uh, he, he like holds his hands back. He's like, all right, all right, then. Uh. <laughs> and he just kind of like, uh, he, he pulls out like kind of a sharp boomerang and kind of pulls off one of his gloves and starts like cleaning under his fingernails. Uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh do we have a do we have a specific um i know in our briefing were we given a specific timing of when we shut down power or we just do it as fast as possible um so it's gonna be um kind of uh i, I guess kind of somewhere in between the two aspects i mean okay. it'll be when you get in there you eliminate the immediate threats and then you you turn off just be like be ready to do it when the time comes like right everyone should be in positions by then but if something comes over comms that that says oh so and so wasn't able to get to this then you might want to delay because as soon as you turn that thing off 
it's going to be like a ton of sound no longer happening that oh, was yeah. filling the whole place and it, it's, it's going to be immediate go time yeah yeah i i say if we get there and it's not it's if it's not time to hit it uh i can uh cast a little extra dimensional space for us to crawl into and hide or just uh because that never goes poorly <laughs> or just make ourselves invisible we, we 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 can find out good ways he uh he just nods at this point he's uh just kind of uh he's he's cleaning his nails he seems yeah. to think that sounds fine sounds good well hey you, your specialty is infiltration so i'll largely uh take your guidance on actually getting there but i'll i'll offer uh i'll i'll offer you uh ideas as we go all right so uh rest of the group so killer frost and and raven are bringing up the back obviously we don't have charlie here right now but it's probably pretty much like killer frost kind of stretches and go and oddly kind of like shivers a bit uh holding kind of holding her arms just Ugh, it's so cold in the desert at night. And Raven just sort of, like, looks at her. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, at You guys reach a point in the desert where you know you're the distance where you guys start splitting off into singular groups, or into uh, groups of two with your respective supervillains. And... And we'll soon be sneaking into the uh, those areas. If there's any one-on-one conversations you want to have with your new partners uh, one-on-one, you feel free to do so. Otherwise, we will move to y'all's stealth checks. Right before we all split up, Robin just turns back to everybody. Just be efficient, be quick, be safe. And turns and starts going. And when he makes it far enough away from everybody, he tells Harley to, to wait a second, ducks behind a dune. She uh, she goes, Hmm, what are we wait? She says, what are we waiting for, Robbie? And she kind of like peeks over the dune a little bit while you're like taking off your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't care. I'm just going to just keep changing over. She goes, ah, scandalous. She like puts a hand over her face, but like with one, put some of the fingers apart. <laughs> um. So yeah, so you're changing into your Red X costume, yep. like you discussed. All right. Oh, so that's after we're gone, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It indeed. wasn't going to be around any of you guys. <laughs> So you come back out from the dune within your Red X gear and um, and Harley just kind of looks at you for a sec and like, weirdly, the accent drops slightly. She says, ah, hey, Robin, are you, um, you all good? (laughs) (laughs) This mission will succeed. She just kind of like looks at you for a moment. She has an analytical perception that you haven't quite seen on her before. I mean, you know her her criminal profile. You know what she used to be as as a psychotherapist. 
And it seems like a little bit of that persona is coming out in this moment while she looks you up and down. But it's only for a moment. And she just says, okay, dark and handsome. And then she like skips down the road. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so because um, I don't know how much King Shark would be able to retain, I let me, uh, can you tell me what I was supposed to do after we get in through the access of the water? Yes. So you guys have um, essentially, you both have like a duffel bag. With like C four in it, <laughs> and you were given a brief instructional, uh, by like by a marine, on how to put this in the C four and place it on a surf, tape it to a surface, and like safety features. He looked very uncomfortable with the fact that he was teaching a child, even a superhero child. And a bit, and and a big superhero child, and a big yeah, and a big shark. He was like, "This is absolutely some black ops bullshit." Uh, (laughs) But you know, hey, I'm getting a bonus, so (laughs) he taught, gave you instruction for that, and you have those each in a in a. You each have a duffel bag of those, so you're gonna go upstream, and you're gonna swim under the water to the turbines. And you're going to want to keep a safe distance from the turbines until they shut off and then swim into them, into in the inner portion. And um, because once they're off, you can swim into the facility and then just set bombs near near the facility. You were given like a, a kind of like they, they did a, like a drawing. Basically, they showed you like a, a blueprint or like so once you get inside that main room there. uh once that you get in to the facility, you're going to want to set the bombs and then come out. Yeah, okay. Did they say how far to put the bombs in or like any specified area or just put them in? Um, it's it's pretty much like they're the plan. They knew that they were that neither of you are demolitions experts. So the, the plan seems to just be high enough yield from this point in a very critical point, because if it blows up the turbines, then, then you know, the whole thing will come down. So, um, Sounds good. yeah, low, okay. yeah, low, uh, low, um, yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, so that's what you know. So, um, yeah, so I guess, uh, let's see. Let's go to, um, well, of course, if you guys want to have any conversation on the way, but let's go to uh, Starfire and Blackfire. Um, You two are, you now start to probably fly low across the ground, and you're going to sneak into the ravine on the uh, drier side of the dam so that you can okay. be in position to engage the uh the forces there when the time comes and i will actually switch maps to i haven't fully uh set up all the things in this map but this is what it will look like for you guys okay oh different desert map yep Ooh. so this is 
This is uh, I have two maps that are kind of a middle point is more representative of what the dam setup looks like. But this is kind of more useful for you guys down on the drier side. So go ahead and roll stealth for me. I'm trying to decide if I want to use a spell slot on greater invisibility or not. Hmm. Um, so so help me understand our task. I, we're, are, we, are, are we the distraction? So yes, when the power goes off... Uh-huh. You will immediately engage the the um the the armed forces here uh-huh. so that they don't send reinforcements to the rest of the facility. You know. Um I think that I would actually ask Blackfire uh cuz she seems more acquainted with these uh mm-hmm. situations uh whether it would be a good idea for us to expend uh yes. yeah, for like invisibility like how essential is the stealth aspect of this really you know okay um all right uh so you start to ask her your question you know in typical starfire fashion sister perhaps we blah 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 um yeah. <laughs> and uh, and as she's listening to you, she, her, her, you can see um, her. Uh, she, she seems just a, like a little frustrated as she's standing there, like listening to to your suggestion. And she kind of cuts you off towards the end of it. And she says, "Well, Starfire, if you want to do something like that, you can. If you're really afraid of these humans so much." I just look. I just look at her, incredibly annoyed, and um, I don't. I don't say anything else. Just like, okay, we're not even doing teamwork. <laughs> um, she looks. Yeah, she looks at you, and um, you're silenced there for a moment. Like after you, just kind of like it's clear that you're just not like not going to respond <laughs> to that. Yeah. And she just goes, yeah, that's what I thought. She flies ahead a little bit. Oh. God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like family IRL. Um. It's so, it's, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so, I'm so satisfied with what I've crafted slash taken from the show as her motivations like and why she would act a certain way towards you and how you feel towards her and would act towards her <laughs> based off of your own motivations for Starfire and what you've taken from the show and how perfectly those are clashing are like, yes, I don't even have to try. I just have to play the character. and She's completely baffling to me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what she wants. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna follow after. I'm not gonna use, I'm not gonna use invisibility. Okay, go ahead and make a stealth check for me. My stealth check is 23. Okay, and hers is even higher at a 28. So she seems to have actually, or you're relying on your natural speed and and higher perception to like help you like be dexterous and, and weave into places faster than people could perceive you. She also seems to have been developing her 
or maybe she, like even before this time back out when she was on her own in space she's developed her proficiency in stealth itself mm-hmm. um so she's also using some level of technique along with her natural abilities right um <clears throat> okay so um you follow along her path as she speedily weaves into uh, darker shadows um, and along the ground ground down into this canyon until you guys also alight finally where you see yourself in this ravine um, next to the little, the smaller river that comes out from the dam. Um, so... Yeah, you are there now with her. She she uh, descends down softly onto the ground um, and kind of looks. She kind of like cranes her neck to like look around the bend of the river just to make sure there aren't any stray soldiers down here for some reason. And she seems to be looking in that direction right now. You're watching her uh, observe this uh this situation uh from from behind so if there's anything you would like to uh say to her or or do in the meantime um i don't i mean i guess i could scope out the scene uh is there any benefit in doing that um well um i think i I think that i think that for better or for worse Mm -hmm. i'm kind of following her lead because she is the one who has experience seems to have some kind of experience in like tactical military reconnaissance and i'm kind of a wrecking ball right um so i'm just kind of gonna be doing generally what she's doing okay so yeah so you watch her as she looks down the river and after a few after about a minute of observing in this way she um she leans back and kind of lets her breath out all right, I don't see anyone down here, so we should be all right until we hear the power go off. There's this constant thrum of the uh, of the uh, dam mm-hmm. that kind of fills this whole canyon right. uh, with sound. Um, so there's like this passive sound where you can speak at at low to mid levels without any worry about your voice carrying. Um, so she stops and she just kind of looks back at you and you kind of, and then she seems to realize that now she just has to wait here with you (laughs) for a while. And she kind of like darts her eyes away, like pretty quickly after, like after, after looking at your face, seeming to realize that now she can't get away from you. So when the power goes out, that, that is when we shall strike. Yes, Star. That's when we'll go engage those mechanized units. Uh, Tanks, I think the humans call them. A lot less sophisticated than most other worlds that Tamaran would raid in older times. So, shouldn't be difficult. And you will be well facing these tanks? You will not be the too weak? (laughs) <laughs> uh, 
fuck? She, <laughs> I'm doing exactly she, what she just did. Right, right. <laughs> she she looks at you. And she says, <laughs> "Working on your sense of humor, sister." Um, I'm, I'm, I have been told I'm quite hilarious. Hmm. Hilarious looking, as the humans say. <laughs> and then she just kind of, <laughs> <laughs> she just kind of laughs to herself. Uh, you, well, you, you look like a, you look like a Grobnar Thargmazel. <laughs> <laughs> she, she looks like genuinely like offended at that. She's like. I do not look that she says, she says that that breakout on my skin did not look like, look, look like a glabthog thog, thog nozzle. <laughs> she says, and it only lasted for a few days. <laughs> um, runs out of things to say. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. You okay. still look like you're going through puberty. <laughs> <laughs> it's like um, that was a yeah. it's like that was a tremendous effort for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, so so after this like kind of like nagging, but it kind of turned good spirited. She kind of she laughs a little bit more, and then she just kind of gets more quiet. She says, um, um, so how have you been, Star? I've been interesting. It's been interesting to see different places of this planet you've um, been living on. I don't know if it's my cup of tea, as they say here, but then again, I've been in some of the, well, some of the more unfortunate places. Uh, I hesitate, but then I kind of answer, um, honestly, um, Things have not been things have not been so well with with us either. Uh, we have faced many great challenges. We experienced internal conflict. Two of our two of our members were were kidnapped by the Slade, and had to be rescued. And I was lost in a strange other dimension for a long time. I didn't know if I was going to get out. But I'm here. And even though it's been hard and it's been frightening, and I think I don't feel the same way that I did when we first, when we talked last, I think I am well. I believe I am well. My friends have helped me be well. She 
she's listening to you talk, and then there's a moment where her expression kind of changes a little bit. She says, and she kind of, she reaches out, almost without realizing it, she, she reaches out like a, a a hand, like to your arm, to like hold your arm for a moment, and then kind of pulls back, kind of realizing her gesture, and says, you do not mean... You do not mean a expression of speech when you say other dimension, do you, sister? No, I do not. I went to save a friend and was uh, and was pulled into a strange place where all I could do was continue running, and I lost time. I lost awareness of myself. And I thought I might never escape. I thought perhaps I had gone to the realm of Skath. But I was saved. And I am thankful for that every day. She says, Well, I don't know if it's worth much to you now from me since given what we have become to one another but I am glad that you are not there any longer um I'm sensing that I'm, I'm sort of at least I think I'm sort of sensing her her method yeah my own human insight deteriorates also when I when I role play starfire um, and, I, <laughs> and I once again use the cantrip message. Okay. Yeah, I, I once again use the cantrip message. And I say, and I say, um, sister, there is one reason and one reason alone I have come here, and it is to save you from this place. She, like, as soon as you contact her in that way, she kind of like recoils again and kind of like pushes you back. Mm-hmm. She says, she says, <laughs> she says, sister. Do you believe me to be under the influence of some of of who? Of Logan? Someone else? I believe that- You do not need to speak to me with such strange underhanded methods. Uh yeah, I stop using I stop using the, the mental communication then and I say I, I believe that the that the agent Logan is not to be trusted and that he, he uses people as though they were puppets. <laughs> Of course he does, Star. That's that's how most people are. Don't you don't you understand that by now? Or have you been living amongst the humans for too long? Amongst the good portion of the humans, or what they call good with their simple views of morality. Where she says, where is the warrior? Starfire, who understood that sometimes to gain in life, things must be lost on the battlefield. But this Logan, no, he has no strings on me. He doesn't control me. He's just another person, like so many other people just like him in the galaxy that I have to use 
until it, he's not not useful to me to me anymore. I sort of have a brief uh, a brief memory, a brief flashback of the last time I saw her on Tamaran, whenever that was. Um, <laughs> and I and I say, then you wish to be here. She says, I don't know. I I know that if I left this planet, the Green Lantern Corps would be watching me closely, that the Centauri police would be not far behind them. I've... Well, I've made some choices, Starfire, and I have to live with them. And so that has put me in a certain place at a certain time. And, you know, it's hard enough to have to deal with that fact without you looking at me with this this guilting expression all the time. You feel guilty. I didn't say that, but I know that it's how you want me to feel. I know that it's how father would have wanted me to feel. And mother, whenever I would decide something, I would just make a choice. And it was always the wrong one, Starfire. It came so easy to you to do the right thing. She does the air quotes expression that you've come to learn. Yeah from humans and um, she says it was never that way for me life was never that simple for me but you do as you please you, you, you've always done as you pleased you go where you desire without <laughs> without and a rare, rare moment of sarcasm without being held down by the burden of what is right So what is there to resent, sister? Why are you angry? <laughs> Why am I angry? Why am I angry? I'm not angry, Star. I... I am very sad. And you don't even know why. You don't even know the choice that I had to make. The choice I had to make for you. And what that did to me. And I can never tell you that. Because you'd never understand. I can, with, with, with my knowledge of my sister, I can sense that there is something truly horrifying in whatever this black box is. And I hesitate and I say, please, please, tell me, I explain. Share your sadness with me, sister. You, you, you do not have to be alone. She looks at you and, um... She says, <sighs> Star, 
Not here. Let's get this done first. I, uh, I, I nod. And she turns away from you. She has a dark expression on her face. And she, uh, she just kind of takes a few steps, paces away, and, and sits down on a rock and um, near, near this bend in the river. She rubs her arm where she has gotten this, uh, you know, this tattoo. Who know God, you know, gods know where she found a needle that could puncture Tamaranian <laughs> skin on Earth. But it seems that whatever this, she, she rubs her arm, it kind of glows, fa- shimmers faintly. And then she just kind of like um, crosses her arms in her chest, and she uh, and like kind of shrugs her shoulders over, so that she's kind of turned away from you for a while. Maybe she's trying to ca- catch a couple minutes of of rest before what's to come. Yeah, I'm kind of just sitting and waiting, and kind of wondering. Um, trying to figure out what she's talking about, whether whatever it is is some kind of false construct that exists in her mind, a lie, or legitimately something deeply painful that she's struggling with. And every now and then the thought crosses my mind uh, about the bat. (laughs) (laughs) Whoever she is. Whoever, oh yeah, whoever yeah. Robin's previous the, the, girlfriend is. Yeah, yeah. The bat, the bat girl, as the Harley bat girl. Said. Yeah, and the I, bat girl. And 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 amidst this, uh, while these thoughts are rushing through my head, I am trying to remain um, confident, uh, joyful, and righteous, <laughs> so that mm-hmm. I can perform the task that's ahead of me. Such a burden to remain so righteous. Uh, any, anyway. What emotions um, powered Blackfire? Do we know? <laughs> hey everyone, I'm just popping in again to remind you guys of our Titans Talk episode that I mentioned on the last episode. We are going to be holding a special episode after we are all done recording this uh, mid-season or end-of-season arc. And we would love to hear from you guys and get your questions uh, for me about the whole process thus far. What kind of uh, mechanics I employed why I did things the way I did. If you have any questions like that, please contact us and let us know. You can contact us by emailing us at mindtheatermedia at gmail.com. Theater is spelled, um, in this case, as T-H-E-A-T-R-E. You can also follow us on Facebook at Mind Theater Media. And you can follow us on Twitter, um, which is our handle is at M-I-N-D-T-H-E-A-T-R-D-T-W-T. That's at Mind Theater Twitter. So 
yes, if you have any questions uh, or interests, or even if you just want to uh, say hello and express uh, your experience uh, listening to the podcast, please contact us in one of these ways. And thanks for listening. We uh, switch back to Harley Quinn and Robin. And we are going to switch to another map. Uh, all right, so we are now here on this map, upper corner of it. I don't know if it zooms with me or if you have to zoom on your own, but in the top right corner is where you are, Robin, with Harley Quinn approaching a facility uh, near, like uh, a little ways upriver from the dam a military facility um ignore the red dots they're not significant they're just we're on the map already i got it so objective points (laughs) (laughs) yeah if anyone uh uh, recognizes this map wait (laughs) that'd be interesting um wait this isn't this isn't metal gear is Is it? it metal gear it's uh, ground zero. It is ground zeros. Okay. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> okay. All right. So you get extra points you if you are... don't kill them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you and Harley Quinn are on the road leading down to this facility here. Um, you see the portion kind of of the map that kind of like goes. Uh, there's the co- bottom left corner that goes off. There's like a cliff that goes down into the river. Um, so yeah, so there are some outbuildings ahead of the of this military installation, and um, yeah. So how would you like to proceed? Can I get a really quick recap, just so it's in my mind of what we're trying to do? Yes. So you uh so this is as an element of distraction. This is uh similar to what um what Starfire and Blackfire's goal is. This is the main thing that will distract from military extra military assistance. Because if you guys just were to merely hit the dam, then um then immediately, like, this base would start, immediately start sending helicopter patrols out, and it would be very difficult for you guys to succeed at hitting the dam without being uh, uh, intercepted by by military patrol in the desert, um, like helicopter patrols and tank patrols and things like that. It would be very difficult to exfiltrate you, so what you are doing is you are making your way into this base to the um you're making your way to the uh command building uh and so there's basically there's a command center and private residence of the uh military leader here so you're going to try to sneak into the base and pl- you guys both also have uh well probably one duffel bag of ordnance to to set off here so that the base immediately go- like when the dam is attacked it the ordnance the bomb will go off here 
simultaneously so that uh that they're that they're held up with an a, an emergency situation on the base so our main objective is to get there stealthily mm-hmm. put the ordinances down detonate at the same time yes and you would have things uh timed for that um essentially probably the biggest cue would be when the bomb goes off just a little ways down the river when the when the dam goes down because a lot of things will happen simultaneously at the dam but the the biggest thing is when the bombs that uh beast boy and uh king shark are setting go off the whole dam will go and that will be a big noisy uh event that'll be be able to be heard from here and so what to stop this base from immediately reacting you then set the bombs off here and you can set that off with a remote trigger you don't have to be in the base facility anymore to set the bombs off I turn to Harley. You better be quiet this whole time. She says, she says, quiet as a mouse, Robbie. And uh, stealthily then, I'm going to motion for us to move forward. Okay. So, go ahead and make a stealth roll if you want to modify that with any abilities or anything. Uh, let me know beforehand. Trying to remember if I have anything to modify it for besides invisibility. Yeah, I don't think uh, other than no. just straight up invisibility. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, in that case, I'm just going to go with a regular roll then. I swear. Ooh. Poggers. Okay. <laughs> I was like, my my thing was over top of it. I'm like, I can't see what it is. It better be something good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, natural 20 for 33 for you. And she she didn't do amazing, but she has a good enough bonus where, uh, yeah, she's good enough, especially with your check. So what happens here is uh, you sneak forward. You kind of veer off to those outbuildings on the way to the road uh, as a jeep uh, as a few jeeps pull like like drive from behind where you are on the road towards the facility you quickly um, uh, take the initiative and kind of grab grab her arm and pull her along um, and run and hang on underneath the jeep um as it's moving moving she grabs she's also hanging on there uh with with your help and uh but she's kind of like slightly less less stealthy but but you're able to cover for her and you get her under the bottom of the jeep as you and you guys are hanging on to the bottom of it as it drives into the facility the gates open for it and you drop off just after um, getting past the gate. And you are now in the facility. You can veer off to one direction or the other. Um, Doesn't really matter, but uh, you leap off and you sneak into the facility 
there are guards walking around this area. There are uh, a few helicopters and um, Humvees and uh, a couple armored uh, personnel uh, personnel carriers. It's not a lot of this is um, World War II surplus and Chinese. Um, yeah, Chinese uh, uh, equipment purchased. Yeah, purchased from China, most likely. Um, older tanks, no Abrams, you know, or anything like that. But but um, yeah, stuff stuff purchased by the Chinese and uh, yeah. Do we have enough ordinances to plant some on these things to take them out before they're able to be used? Um, or do we have just so enough for what we need to blow up? It's uh, if as long as you don't divert too much, you could plant it on a few, um, on a few vehicles. Really, the main priority seemed to just be the command center. Mm -hmm. This is where. Uh, radio communications go out from um, and the place the, the place you were told the mission briefing told you to go was particularly to the private residence portion of the uh, command center which would damage the rest of the facility um, so it makes enough sense but you also know that this is simultaneously because uh Logan wants to get rid of the incriminating uh, evidence there that the leader of this facility has on him. Right. I yeah. So he, yeah. So he wants to make sure that most of the, that the ordinance goes into not just the command center, but like his apartment in the command center so that that for sure gets destroyed, gets incinerated. So if there's anything on the way there, I might throw like a couple, couple things onto, okay, tanks or something like that. Yeah. All right. So uh, yeah, you can do so um, if you would like to do that. Now these things are parked out in kind of the semi-open. So if you want to do that, it would be an additional uh, stealth check to do so. You can. Um, it kind of will divert your path slightly to different objective points it's um, going to divert the path and probably not i was yeah. thinking if there's anything in the path but i'm robin's pretty laser focused on the mission mm -hmm. at hand okay yeah no problem um so you proceed through the facility uh your first stealth check to get past the entrance point is successful you do know however that there are also um, security camera systems in the base, so you will want to navigate through the interior of the base while avoiding the lines of sight of those systems and uh, on-the-ground personnel who it's not like a heavily manned base, but it is um, there are occasional patrol routes. So go ahead and give me a second stealth check as you proceed. Ooh, that's not great. Yeah, almost the opposite. <laughs> okay, thankfully she did a lot better in turn. So at this portion, you are—you have a few things on your mind. For a moment, as you're proceeding through the facility, you—you um, you have the thought of 
uh, you have a moment where you hesitate because you have the thought about like maybe diverting some of the uh, bombs to these other assets within the base. Um, but Harley just kind of goes, Come on, Robbie, what are you doing? She like grabs your, your arm and pulls you uh, into, like, uh, pulls you <laughs> into a locker or something. Uh, yeah, what, what are the one of the things in Ground, in ground Zeroes that, uh, <laughs> like, a, like a dumpster or some yeah. shit? But pulls you into some Metal Gear Solid, like, hiding spot while a patrol walks past. And then you guys, she uh, pushes the door back open. She's like, not that I mind cozying up, but you're no Mr. J. Focus on a mission. Focus on the mission. <laughs> you sound just like him, you know that? <laughs> and you know what you know what I, him I walk, I just walk, I go. I start going again. <laughs> now um this is the portion where the security starts to tighten slightly more around the command building. The command building is this uh, this big building here, and I would say that that red uh, objective point is accurate to where the private facility is on the base. So go ahead and give me a stealth check. To get through this security per perimeter. All right, 26. at 26. That's pretty good. Let's hope Harley doesn't bungle it up. <laughs> she almost did. Um, okay. So you are um you are proceeding through this portion. The uh, the the security is increasing a bit in this area because the security patrols are a little tighter around the control building, um, and you you manage to get through the perimeter and you start looking around. You realize that the um, that. You start to realize that there's going to be one of two ways to um, deal to get to this facility. Either you're going to get inside the building, in which case it's going to be... Uh, you're either going to get inside the bottom floor of the building um, and proceed up through the building to the second floor and then in through each each entryway through through that building into this per the this person's private residence or you start to notice that the that there's an uh exterior balcony um of the private private re residence and that there is a building kind of a close nearby building um and that it has that is of us at a similar level there's a way you see a path to get to this outer balcony from that that uh, that ladder building. Um, it would take a jump across a little portion, uh, but it would probably be a lot easier than trying to sneak through a doorway past 
security personnel walking down corridors and hallways. And in question for you, my flight boots are rocket boots? Yes. Not going to use them then. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. So basically, you see this oper- you see this situation, you're contemplating this situation, you're thinking Hmm, grappling hook or rocket boots? No, maybe not rocket boots. They're a little loud. And you see, um, you notice that uh, as you are looking up at this, you hear Harley go, Ah! Robbie! And uh, you turn and look. She has pulled her hammer, her big hammer, big fuck-off hammer, <laughs> off of her back as there is now a group of two guards that have now passed around a corner and just kind of stopped like shocked and surprised and are now looking at you uh y- they were not expecting anyone and they were actually kind of t- chatting with one another and then they noticed um so uh in in typical, for this mission, in uh, usual Metal Gear Solid fashion, <laughs> we're going to give you a surprise round to act against them because they weren't expecting you. And you're in you two as, as uh, hyper-trained uh, peak humans, uh, you know, borderline. You're superheroes and supervillains. Mm-hmm. You can react first and to try to do something to them before they get to act. I immediately shoot out two silent X's at them. Okay. Awesome. So those are both um, ranged attack rolls. So you want to make those? 22 and 16. Uh, yes, both of those will hit these two guards. So upon a hit, the X uh, flies under their mouth, correct? Yes. All right. So this sticky X sticker thing like flies onto both of their mouths so that they cannot cry out. You have effectively eliminated their ability to call for help in the immediate vicinity or to uh, to call for help. Well, they could still activate their radios, but it would be like open channel static, which probably happens very, fairly often. So how close are they to me currently? They are... Uh, 15 feet away. They just rounded a corner and saw you guys. And I run, run over, and then use my flurry of blows to strike both of them. Okay. So yeah, go ahead and uh, make make your rolls. Not unlethally. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just in case. Mm-hmm. Uh, 14, 17. Uh, a 14 and 17 to hit. The 17 will hit one of them. Okay. Stunning strike. Stunning strike on that one. Okay. Go ahead and roll damage as well. And I'll roll his uh, constitution. Eight damage. Okay. So you punch this dude. And he looks pretty hurt. He actually rolled pretty well on his constitution. He rolled an 18. Oh. Okay. Right. So he doesn't seem to be stunned uh, quite yet with with that. Um, 
but you you run up and you, you swing at them. One of them whoop, like holds his gun up and like kind of, and like you you just punch you like punch his gun instead, and he like kind of staggers back, and you're like ah, and then but well you've got the red X suit on thankfully, so it's a little resistant. You're like ah, and then you turn and you try to punch the other guy. You're not able to get at his um, his his uh, nerve clusters because of his kind of Kevlar padding um, situation he has going on, but uh, you do hurt him pretty good. Um, So, that is your turn. With that, Harley Quinn sees this situation and she is going to run up to act against these soldiers. Okay, yep. Pulls out her hammer. <laughs> Jeez. And is gonna fucking bonk one of these MFers. Um, okay. She goes for the one that you that you just kind of punched his gun and he kind of rolled back. But he's like the closest to being able to reposition his gun to fire. So she is going to... Um, she actually misses. <laughs> so she, these guys have 15 armor class. So she actually got a 14. So she does not hit. She swings. And this guy is just like, huh. he like yells out in, um, in Karaki. And, uh, well, they probably all speak, uh, Arabic, but in Arabic and they, um, and like steps back as the hammer swings down and like hits the ground and there's like it cracks the the pavement cracks a little bit she's like hold still guy come on and now i'm going to want you to roll initiative for me (laughs) oh wow (laughs) fucking 30 i'll take that i'll take that (laughs) um yeah you're you'll probably finish finish it up then but but let's just for the sake of things uh I was really looking forward to just fucking braining this dude right in front of you. <laughs> Listen, that's what I expected to happen. I'm shocked that she missed. <laughs> I know, and she's a rogue, so she doesn't... Uh, well, well, did I give her multi? Um, no, she just does a lot if she hits. So That makes sense. <laughs> Jeez. Um, so, a rogue that uses strength and a fucking warhammer. <laughs> um so all right it is your turn robin you saw this one guy almost get smacked with a big hammer and then the other one is already been hurt by you so what would you like to do so i want to do a backflip into the air and kick off of harley (laughs) okay specifically doing flurry of blows with the kick (laughs) okay okay so but are you doing your regular attacks first so well, you don't have to do it exactly the same, right? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. I mean, I think well, I think that um, flurry blows happens with um, like after you take your attack action. Can it I happen think? during I take my attack action? <laughs> well, I think you can apply stunning strike to any strike, right? So if that's what you're asking, I'm not exactly going for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
What are you going for? I'm going for an extract aspects on Harley Quinn. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. In a so in you... a not as obvious way. <laughs> okay. So okay. So um interesting. So yeah, I would say so extract aspects is after you hit a hit a creature, correct? Yeah. And a grapple check is a attack roll. So you can make a grapple check and it'll be thematically like you're you're like spinning one hand off of like her or like jump like you know, you're vaulting off of her or something. Okay. okay. So I can't yeah. just kick her. <laughs> no, nah, I mean it's not against it's against her armor class. So you, you just want to know something about her during this fight. Okay, interesting. Okay. Yeah, go ahead and make a uh I mean, if you don't want it to be uh, uh, to hurt her, then yeah, it's just a grapple check. So okay. it, that's that's um, that's an athletics bonus. Um, if that's the same as your to hit, then don't worry about that. It's not. But if it's different, then you want to. It's lower than my to hit. So uh, let's try it out. Twenty three. Twenty three. Uh, let me just double check, but I'm pretty sure that'll do it. That will do it. Yes. She's like, ah. And then as I kind of use her as like a kickoff and use extract mm-hmm. aspects, I want to shoot two titanium X's. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, well, so that would be your first attack that uh, ex- that that hit against her. And then you've got a titanium X, right? So, and then you've got your your uh, bonus. Can I use Titanium X as my flurry of blows? Um, hmm. I think uh, flurry of blows. I'm pretty sure is just unarmed strikes. That's why I want to kick her. Ah, <laughs> uh, I see. I see. I see. Well, well, you could have done that at any point in the sequence, I suppose, because. Extract aspects is just after a hit, right? Yeah. So yeah, you can do that at any point. Okay. Then I'll like 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 at one point you might like you know like like you you make a strike at you you shoot at a gut at the guys and then um and then you like like kind of like roll over her or something. Yes, that's more what I'm going for. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So you shoot these titanium X's. Are those ranged attack rolls? Those are ranged attack rolls. That's what I'm trying okay. to get away. Okay. I know okay. that's probably going to be attack of opportunities. It will be attack of opportunities. They have um, knives, but they don't have them pulled out yet. So they can't. They can make unarmed strikes at you. Really, just punches. Like these guys will just try to punch you. Um. Come on. Well, one of the Titanium X is a 10 because it's a natural 1. And then the other one's a 22. Um, 17 does not hit you, right? No. Okay. So, unfortunately, they try to, like, swing at you as you, you go around. And, um, yeah, and you said you didn't... Did you hit with the Titanium I X? I hit with 1. With 1, okay. Unless they have so an armor class of 10. Um, unless they have an armor class of... 10 is one of them. Oh no, uh, yeah. they're higher than ten. So, uh, one ducks out of the way, and then the other one 
gets hit with this X, which one do you want to be hit? The more hurt one or the less hurt one? The uh, less hurt one. Okay, you hit this dude with the titanium X. He has this thing on his mouth so he can't speak, and now he has this massive X designed to hold uh, a Starfire-level <laughs> person um, with that wraps around him and hardens, and then he falls to the ground. And um, he's, like, struggling around there. He can't... Um, his arms are pinned. His gun is kind of crushed a little bit as it's pinned to him as well. Um, and and he cannot he cannot fire his gun or do anything like that. So he is effectively he's restrained and he's not going to get out of that. So <laughs> not not really an issue. So um yeah. Yeah, yeah. So do you have anything else um so on your turn? So my other thing would be if that was a flurry of blows, do I get one on arm strike still? Uh I believe so. Yeah. So then I'll step back into the other guy and strike at him with an arm strike. Okay. For 23. Okay. 23 will hit. And that's going to be a stunning strike. Okay. Go ahead and roll damage first. Uh, where's my damage? There it is. Eight. Okay. You actually don't need to devote the key point <laughs> because you just knock this, sock this dude, knock him the fuck out. He crumples to the ground. Okay, so you have two guys. One guy is restrained and silenced with the um, the silent X, and the other one is knocked unconscious. You you seek you seed him into unconsciousness, and uh, and uh, Harley lifts up her hammer like, "Hey, who wants it? Who wants it next? Come on, come on!" It's over. Is there a dark hole somewhere that I can just kind of like drag these guys and kind of leave them? Yes. So you grab these dudes and you drop them into one of the hidey hole <laughs> places, like in Metal Gear Solid. Like, uh, like yeah, you you put a, you you stand one up in like a a weird locker thing, and then you put another one like in a trash can or something. And they're just there. They'll be found eventually, I guess. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, you do not yet have the Fulton that you can extract them up and, and and bring them back to Titan Tower and have them do the dishes and shit. And admittedly, the funniest way to kill somebody. In <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and question: right. Since I did hit yeah. her with an extract aspect, extract aspects, yes. Do I know? Anything, anything about her? Damage roll. Right. I don't think she probably has anything, but um. So what does it give? Um. um yeah. Just remind me. It gives uh, damage vulnerabilities, damage resistances, damage immunities, and condition immunities. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, interesting. Um, damage resistance is poison. Oh, well, that makes sense. Uh, and that, so you said it gives a condition immunities. Yeah. So not an, um, so you, so basically when you, when you hit her, your key connects to her energy and her life essence and kind of gives you a sense 
that she has like a lot of she's her body has been tested on with a lot of joker's chemicals uh ew i hate that i said that Uh, (laughs) uh it's not well yeah probably those ones too but also (laughs) also also his 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 poisons he would test them on his goons and on her so she has the resistance to poison damage and she also seems to she doesn't straight up have like immunity to the poison condition but she has sort of a toxic resilience where she would probably well in game mechanics terms she would have advantage on saving throws against poison fair okay I motion to the um, the balcony mm-hmm. and pull out my grappling hook and shoot it up to the balcony. Mm-hmm. She goes, oh, and she like uh, puts her hammer, like slings her hammer on uh, on her back, and she like grabs onto you like around the waist, like under the arms, <laughs> kind of like like wraps her legs around one of your legs. <laughs> And then you got up. <laughs> Once we get up there, I kind of shake her off. Yeah, push her off of you. So basically what this is, is this building isn't positioned where there's a direct jump to the balcony. What it is, is that there's a direct jump from this building to the command center building. And there are some wooden posts that kind of come out of this building and go around the corner that you would then like step, like jump step across and around the corner and then to the balcony itself. So this is going to be a bit of an acrobatics check going on. So, uh, ooh, okay. Ooh. Uh, an 11. <laughs> Mm-hmm. from the acrobat <laughs> yeah you really should have took a- expertise bro in that i took it in investigation and other things <laughs> yeah that would have made more sense for it to be right. okay so from this acrobat this literal olympic level gymnast let's see what she can do Wait, he doesn't have her... proficiency in acrobatics no, no, he has proficiency, just not expertise. Just not oh, expertise, okay. bro. Okay. <laughs> I feel like she technically does. Batman's whole thing is just having a lot of proficiency and expertise. <laughs> mm, yeah. Um, you know, you. I always said, even at the beginning of the game, that if there was a skill that even you didn't explicitly take, but would, but is like, no, no, of course the character has this skill, then, then we can say that so you can take expert have expertise uh if you want to in acrobatics i'll take it okay so that would just uh add another what to your check another four looks like so that so 15 yeah okay so let me now roll hers with her plus 14 uh she rolled a 25 (laughs) So she so easily you guys jump across and then you hit this portion of these posts. You haven't really done something like this before. She literally is like she's basically cartwheeling at this point across these fucking like wooden posts around the corner. And at a point you're trying to like follow and um, 
and you you kind of one kind of like cracks a little bit and you you dip you're like Oof! and she like on like the back end of one of her cartwheels she just like reaches out her hand and grabs your hand and like pulls you with like her rotating momentum like back <laughs> onto the posts and then you guys hop that last portion i mean you easily guys have the jump distances probably without even getting into like step of the winds. footprints in the sand these um, are the places where harley quinn carried you <laughs> <laughs> um so you guys now alight onto the balcony portion with this open door of this building this private residence built into the command center and what you see on the inside is a big furnished room it looks more like this place is built for comfort rather than leadership there's pillows and cushions that are spread out around around the floor over a lavish rug um with low to the ground tables set out probably to entertain guests with food you see there in this room there's expenses um it's it's a big kind of like rectangular shaped room there's expensive vases and beautiful crowns and jewelry as well as expensive looking art pieces um on the walls and there and these vases and jewelry pieces are like set out in the room like in glass kind of in like cases or set out on pedestals it's like this whole room seems to be like an expression of ego Uh, yeah so do you step further into the room that's what you can easily see from the open balcony is my passive perception picking up anything i will let you know i do have a 22 Um, okay cool and is it this is that the same for your investigation as well or is that uh, my investigation is 27 is my passive investigation Okay, 27. So, yeah. All right, so even better. Okay, cool. So, um, nothing as of yet uh, from what you can see of the room from outside. Do you okay. want to go inside? I will sl- stealthily make my way inside the room. Okay, so you guys s- step into the room. Um, and now you see that near the back of the room is an ornate wooden desk with an old like uh an old pc on it um like like a like a 90s or 80s like like uh mac um i guess it'd be like a an apple or something like an old clickety clackety which are still common at this year but like this is even an older model not as good as the states have but uh I mean, there's probably better stuff on this facility, but this is like a probably a personal computer. And um, so behind it on the wall is a large painting. And the painting is, I guess I didn't even think about that, but the painting is just, uh, it's kind of a landscape. Um, 
of 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 the de- a beautiful landscape of the desert and there's like a portion with like an oasis in it just another big art piece um but yeah so this desk has um this old pc on it and there's various uh pieces of paper scattered about on the desk itself i'll slowly make my way over to the desk all right, so you make your way over to the desk. So yeah, there's these glancing down at the paperwork. Looks like various logistical details, documents. Uh, there's some handwritten notes on it about troop positioning and um, patrol routes, changing up the patrol routes um, and things like that. Uh, well, I guess I suppose you wouldn't be able to fully read the the personal you wouldn't be able to fully read the notes because they'd mostly be in arabic but the personal notes in arabic there's documents in arabic and english correspondence um just scattered around the desk it doesn't look like anything of extreme detail but there's also the pc i'll make my way to the pc then okay so you turn and go to the pc there's, of course, a password on it, but it's not hard to hack. Um, and you start looking through the files. And after a few minutes of that, you realize that there isn't really anything of key importance or particular interest for what you're looking for on the PC. Um, at this point, Harley is looking around and she looks back at you and she says, Hey, Robbie, aren't we supposed to, like, put bombs around in here or something? He says, what are you snooping around for? It's always good to know something about why we're doing this. Hmm, why we're doing it? Oh, there's that superhero attitude going on. And she, she just starts... She takes out a, a chunk of C4 and she goes, and there, and she like smacks it on the ground. <laughs> and here, she like puts it on a painting. Harley, <laughs> mm-hmm. do you know anything about why we're blowing this place up? She says, mm, well, the man on the news says that they, that they hit us, so we got to hit them back. Right? You know I don't mean the man on the news, right? Hmm. She says, she just shrugs her shoulders. I don't know. Does she seem like she's hiding anything? You can roll insight. 24. Um, well... You don't think she gives much of a shit about the geopolitical situation, like what's true and what isn't. And she also doesn't seem to care about like whatever her handler, uh, Waller, wants with all this or Logan. And and now you kind of realize with your insight check that you don't really know why she's doing this what got her out of gotham why she's working with the u.s military in this black ops operation 
And what is motivating her to, well, to not just fuck off into the desert and, like, get a cab in some town in, in Karak? Why are you here, Harley? She kind of stopped. She was looking at a vase, and she said, you know, kind of like she was, uh, would be kind of sad to blow it up but also conflicted about the fact that she loves, she would love to blow it up because it's pretty, you know, but she, she hears you ask that and she kind of turns back and she looks, well, Robbie, it's an interesting question. She kind of like, like shifts from one foot to the other, but it's almost not as interesting as why you're here. I mean, she like, walks up to the desk really fast and leans over to you and she says, they don't got one of those in you, do they? She kind of points to the back of her neck. Like taps the back of her neck. What do you mean? Mm, I don't know if I should say. Nobody's listening. She looks at you and she just has this kind of crazy expression in her eyes. She goes, how do you know, Robbie? How do you know they're not listening? Guess it could be. We'd have to care. <laughs> well, I usually wouldn't. But, um... I kind of do. She just kind of, like, scrunches her shoulders up again. And, like, kind of rubs the back of her neck. Be the thing they'd get you kind, you kind of kids with, wouldn't it? Seems like we should fight back. Roll persuasion. Twenty. <clears throat> she kind of gets this interesting expression on her face, and she goes, "Hmm. Yeah. Maybe we should, Robbie. Maybe we should." The opportunity arises. We might have an opportunity here. Why would you want to blow this place up so badly? I don't know. There's like terrorists or something? There's something here that he doesn't want us to have. Mm -hmm. She kind of looks around the room. She says, Something valuable? And she kind of like looks kind of like greedily at like what some of the like the one of the crowns in one of the cases in the room. Take more information. And at this point, you know, as you're you're talking to her, you were kind of still kind of like looking around the desk, checking drawers as you were talking, and you kind of just idly as like a, a force of like investigative training you you ran your hand underneath the uh underneath the kind of uh the frame 
of the painting and you hit a little switch you feel under your glove. I look at it to make sure it's not some kind of trap. Yeah, you kind of glance down at the uh, underneath and it just, uh, yeah, it doesn't look to be a trap with your passive investigation that'll give you that information as well. Seems that the big painting on the wall hides some sort of mechanism. Maybe something like this, and I push the button. The uh, painting and kind of like swings free from the wall and you push open it open on a big hinge and you see that this big you know floor to ceiling painting um you know kind of reveals it swings free um and reveals a passageway that opens up to uh yeah there's a passageway into like a a back room you come we're going to keep planting bombs. <laughs> she just kind of like dumps the rest <laughs> on the <laughs> ground. And then she says, yeah, let's check it out. All right. So there's a passageway to a smaller back room. As you step forward, your infrared immediately picks up uh, some light disturbance. And you uh, and uh, and you just kind of, you take like a handful of, uh, you know, well, you, you probably have like a gadget or something on, mm. on your Red X and you, you spray and there are lasers. Um, well, actually, no, no, that uh, I'm sorry. They're, they're, they're actually not the sensor kind of lasers. They're like very obvious, like a bur- burn you kind of lasers. <laughs> There's a laser grid in the passageway to the back room. Does it look like they're all kind of connected wiring-wise? Uh, well, the wiring would probably be in in the wall, like um, somewhere. Uh, if Like if you damaged an emitter, like you don't think the whole grid... No, it's not like it's a reflecting laser and you just have to kill one emitter and it would stop. Um, and then you don't know if some sort of alarm would go off if you damaged mm. the trap. Does it look like we can sneak past them? Yes, if you guys make an acrobatics check. There might not be great. Acrobatics. <laughs> so let's try. Well, well, I did just give you expertise of it, so. <laughs> 25. 25. Let me roll hers. Oh, yes, a 32. Oh, you both just hop and leap through this area, like spy movie style. You get through the laser grid and get to the other side with no issues. Seems like there is something they want to protect. Mm, Yeah. Keep moving forward. All right. You guys step into this room, and in this room, I feel like... (laughs) I feel like the appropriate music is like that uh that scene where Mr. Incredible finds the oh. <laughs> the information. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, everyone's dead. Um so you get into this room and what you see um in your more paranoid planning moments in that dark room that you have at home 
with all the newspaper clippings on the on the walls. This is a room like that. It seems like a room of theory and connection and evidence. There are clippings in multiple different languages. I mean, you recognize some European languages, uh, English from both the United States and from Europe, um, and a couple uh, Asian languages as well. And you, um, and of course, uh, you know, Arabic and a lot of languages, uh, different newspaper clippings and information. And you see what this person has in here is essentially like a big room conspiracy board with these threads connecting to particular points. And at these particular points, you find at each of these connection points connecting different cases. And also there's like historical texts. It's not just like modern intelligence it's like going back hundreds of years like references in like an open book like the page has been torn out or in some cases just like the whole book has been like nailed onto the wall uh and with the text open to the most relevant point and you see there's all these historical documents as well as information from in information agent more modern information agencies and going back many, many years. And the culmination comes to a cluster. And there are these photos there. Photos looking to be from several different eras. And there's writing about how valuable... There's like mad scrawling from this person about how valuable this information is about Logan, one of the oldest advisors to the U.S. government and their secret operations, could all be pulled down by his own people if they knew the truth about him. And you see in these pictures, you see a picture of Logan from long ago. He's has his arm around an Arab man. He looks, um, and he's dressed differently. He has glasses on, uh, these old spectacles. Um, and he has his arm around an Arab man and they are smiling for this picture, like a very old photograph. And you notice in these many of these photographs that he's out in the sun, which confirms that this was before he became uh, a vampire. You see pictures like war pictures, like looks like World War One uniforms. Then, yeah, World War Two of him at different stages obviously at different stages he must have been at later stages he must have transformed into a vampire at some point but what you also see in the older pictures the ones with him out in the sun he's not just uh 
the activities that he's engaging in. And you realize with dread that this blackmail that would destroy his reputation with the U.S., it's such a petty, disgusting thing used against him. Because, well, they're pictures of him with friends of long past, all kneeling down, praying, and engaging in their religious activities. As, as it seems now, um, a Muslim person. It seems that the U.S., this is the unforgivable sin of the United States industrial complex. This is the thing that they would not accept, that they would kick out one of their oldest advisors for. Well, dang, that got heavy. <laughs> yeah. Um... Robin just kind of stands there for a second and just drops his C4 bag and turns and walks away. Okay. Harley, she seems confused. She seems to not be taking in all this information. But she stays and watches for a moment longer, and Harley is not dumb by any means, even though she acts ditzy. She seems to figure it out. And you standing there with your fists clenched, she walks up behind you and she says, Hey, Robbie. So, yeah. This is, um, this is why I just rob banks and run around with a clown. Because this stuff, out here in the real world, it's real shitty. How, how am I supposed to protect my friends when it's too bad I have to stoop to that level? Mm. Well, I don't know, kid, but uh, she kind of like lifts her hammer. She says, have you tried hitting them really hard instead? Robin actually, like, she can tell he cracks a smile. Yeah, seems like that's the, uh, the next option. Let's get out of here. And, um, well, I guess first you'll have to roll acrobatics to, well, you, you already know the route, so, uh, you can, you can reverse engineer that, um. I won't make you roll again. <laughs> we, we both die in the fire in the, in the lasers. <laughs> you both just like trip and like get cut into pieces. But so with that, you guys are able to reverse your process, and um, you step back out into the room, uh, finish setting up the C four. Committed. Uh, you have this all recorded in your mask footage but it will be a future decision to see if you utilize this information 
But you look out into the night and you hear a loud sound as the rest of the plan sets off. Um, well, actually, you'd get out of the facility first. You get out of the facility and then you see the big sound uh, of the dam, of something happening to the dam. I'm sure it'll be loud. But, <laughs> um, it will. and that is where we will end this episode of Teen Titans Roll. So are we going to blow it up at the same time yeah. as the dam blows up? Yes, you have a remote. That I would later. definitely hand that over to Harley. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and she hits it and this shit explodes. So at the same time of whatever loud thing happens, <laughs> Harley sets this off and the whole building <laughs> blows up. Um, yeah. Yep. Yay. That's, that's the end of the episode. Yay. Religious extortion. What a way to end it. <laughs> disguise self on myself to make myself look like an Arab. Don't do that. Oh no. Why did you say that as soon as we started recording? (laughs) 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 I I can do my best uh, to imitate the um, uh, Arab language if it would help. Oh, stop. You (laughs) violated the law. Can you tell us what the name of that language is? Uh, it, it sounds something like <laughs> nope, 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 no, 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 no. The name no. of the language. <laughs> the name of the language. He's he's like he's like a Gen Xer. <laughs> <laughs> We've been calling you Boomer, but you're like you're like Gen X. He's racism. like a Gen X rated. Don't go there. <laughs> Yo, he's like a Gen. Hey. Don't touch me there. That is my no no square. <laughs> okay, let's so see. So what's actually happening?